Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Um, before we jump in and um, talk about uh, the topic today, I'll get it out. Um, I'm not. I'm leaving that in. Uh, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dace, the number one shoe machine on the market, bar none. Uh, they are awesome. They rock. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. We have uh, a special quote unquote special going on right now where we're giving quarterly memberships. We're super excited about that. People seem excited about it. Um, and then that maybe, maybe come in and join for three months and take a couple months off. I personally would never leave teachhoops.com, but you have that option and uh, it's great. So go over and check it out. Teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's head off to the podcast. We're going to talk to coach Conroy today. Um, the next three days, actually, this is a three part series. Um, we're going to talk about um, his pressure. We're going to talk about building a program. Um, we're going to talk about him. Um, you know, he is, um, the Ireland's U 20 women's coach. Um, he, you know, his, his resume speaks for itself. Um, you know, they got a bronze medal in the FIBA, um, recently in 2019, um, internet. He was the basketball Ireland international coach of the year in 2019. Obviously his resume is boom, boom, boom. It's going to be great. Um, almost a, almost a two hour interview. It was great. They call him Kojak. Um, so if you watch this on YouTube at some point, but I think you'll really enjoy this podcast. Um, you know, one of the many services we give at teachhoops.com, um, is doing this podcast. So if you'd like to support us, go over there and do that. We'd love a review to, um, anybody that's listening to the podcast, basketball coach unplugged. We'd love those five-star reviews. Those would, those mean the world to us. Um, and if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us. All right, let's head off to the podcast. All right. Welcome to coach unplugged. Um, all right. So Martin, we don't, I, I've just told him before we came on, we don't, I don't tend to talk to, to guests beforehand because I had a friend who does podcasts. He says, don't lose any of the good stuff. But 
one thing I wanted to tell you is you're in Ireland right now, right? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to tell you my mom's maiden name is Mary Margaret McCormick. Okay. So it's pretty Irish, I think. It is. It is yes. <laughs> yep. It's pretty Irish. And in Collins, my last name is Collins. And Collins is actually, we have a, Collins is an Irish, I think it's the County of Dane or County of, but anyway, so we can trace our, our ancestors back to Ireland. I don't know, to the 1600s, I think. And then they came across and fought the Revolutionary War and it was all, all sorts of cool stuff. But anyway, so I have a lot of deep love for Ireland. Um, Very good. That's a good start. <laughs> Isn't that a good start? That's a great There you start. go. <laughs> so, all right. So I want to, we'll, we'll dive in because I always love to know how different countries kind of work their basketball. But okay. why don't you introduce yourself kind of give, you know, your th three or four minute kind of bio, um, you know, your coaching, all that kind of stuff, how you ended up doing what you're doing right now. And let, so the audience can kind of know that and then we'll dive in. Uh, okay. So um, my name is Martin Conroy. Uh, I'm affectionately known over here as Kojak. I think that goes with my, my haircut. <laughs> um, uh, I've been coaching for about 30 years now. I've been involved with Basketball Ireland um, coaching from, kids under 12 under 14 under 16 all the way up to women's super league and uh, last year i was head coach of the irish under 20 women's team um so in ireland the way it works it's a lot different to the states uh, we have a club structure and we have college structure and then uh, kind of school which would be high school kind of uh, structure so basically kids would play in high school in three or four different grades, first year, second year, and then we call them cadet and senior, and they'd move forward, and they'd also be playing with their clubs, which is kind of a little bit unusual. Um, so you play, do you play with both of them at the same time? Yes, yes. And, and that's something that's really kind of uh, odd for our American players when they come over here. So we get our American players through a foundation called Sports Changes Life. Okay. And they would be kids that would have played D1, D2, D3 in the States, uh, they come over here and they get a master's degree and they play with our college team and our club team. Okay. So let's say, for example, for myself, I'm with IT Carlo. Okay. And in IT Carlo, we have uh, our varsity teams, uh, men and women, and our women's Super League team, men's National League team. Okay. So the, the kids that come in from, from Sport Changes Life would play with both of those and they'd earn a master's in whatever, like, for instance, this year, uh, Dwayne DJ that was with us, he did strength and conditioning. Right. And uh, Caitlin Slag was with us as well. She was with you. Go ahead. Go. So, so, so is this going to have an effect with the world we're in right now? Are kids not going to be able to come over? Yeah, it was, it was actually kind of difficult to get some of them back. You know, I mean, uh, it, it's, we're all kind of over here wondering now at the moment, where are we going to be at the start of next season? Like, are there going to be sponsors to be able to sponsor our teams? Uh, because a lot of the, the, the Super League men's clubs, let's say, would have uh, sponsors who would help them bring in their Americans. They would be pro athletes. Um, Division One is kind of, a lot of them would be true sports changes life. Uh, so they're able to uh, go into a college, as I said, and get their master's, and that's their payment while right. they're here. Right, yeah. Um, so, like with the, the Super League men's teams now, there's 12 teams in, in Ireland. Uh, they're all going to be kind of they're they're wondering like where are they going to get the money to bring in these guys, right? Because you know, I know the NBA in the US is talking about even if they're playing not in front of people, like <laughs> yeah, they talked about it here about having a limit of a hundred people in a gym, 
right. but our gyms are so much smaller than, than what right. you guys have over there. You know, I mean, like a hundred people in the gym here is a very big crowd. You right. Know? <laughs> right. Nice, uh, in in certain situations. Um, but it, it definitely is going to be an issue, I think, and especially for the start of the season. We don't know when our season is going to start. You know, how do we, you know, get ready for next season, get our preseason stuff done? When do we start our preseason stuff? Uh, when are our Americans going to be allowed in? Are they going to be coming in? True sport changes life. Are they, you know, are the pros going to be sustainable as regards to, to paying them for, for a full season? And it's going to be very, very tricky, I think, you know. I think it is. I think it's going to be very tricky. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's dive in. So is there anything is there anything you want to talk about in terms of X's and O's? Anything you want to share before? I mean, I have tons. I have like three pages of questions for you. So yeah, like uh, we talked about uh, maybe just going through. I, I ran uh, a two two one zone press with our. our That'd be our, great. Our do you know how to share this? Do you do you have something you need to share the screen, or you just want to talk? Well, about I think it? I'm able to share the screen. Just yep, on the side. bottom. See on the yeah. bottom there. We're all so for the people listening, Coach and I are are what I refer to as porch dogs. So we're just laying on the porch, just kind of like this technology thing is. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had Tim Rice here with me right now. I know he'd be, he'd be good. Tim would be, Tim would be good. That's that's the man I need right now. Um, I don't know how to. I think there's a share screen. Is, yeah, on the bottom, but it's not letting me share what I want to. Okay, share. hold on. Maybe I gotta click something. Uh, allow participants. So try it now and okay. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna now it should work. Now that I click that button, I okay, coach. So you were saying you were gonna share some stuff. What 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 I call them? I refer to them as golden nuggets. What golden nugget are you gonna share with us today? Well, this is something I've used uh, as a coach uh, for a long time, uh, especially in in Ireland. We we I'm I'm probably known as a zone coach, if you know what I mean. Uh, right. Even though even though my teams don't play that much zone anymore. Uh, but this is something that, that I love to use, especially in the ladies' game. Okay. Uh, two two one zone press. I find in the men's game, it, it can be beaten a little bit easier. But um, and oh, so let me di- let me ask a couple questions before we dive into the, the yeah. to the huddle stuff. So, why did you pick the two two one? It was something I was very comfortable with. It was something that um, I thought I could teach well, and it's also something that I think just there are so many different pros to using it. Um, so like give you, me give me some pros and cons to using it so people that are kind of listening and what's so the plus for, and what's the negative our, our objectives are, are obviously to, to trap and steal is the first thing you're looking for um second thing is you're looking for deflections and all of this at the same time is going to slow the clock down slow the shot clock down over here we get you know our 24 second shot clock okay um you know if you can even take eight ten seconds off that before a team is able to get into the rhythm well then you're you, you've done a good job on it you know every, every right. now and again you're going to get steals off it you're going to get you know turnovers off it and and nine times out of ten if you can get a steal off a two to one zone press it's going to be a book at the other end which okay. is a, a big thing um, the cons with it i suppose is that you know if you're coming up against a good shooting team and you're 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 falling back into a two three zone you know, you're leaving yourself open a little bit. Do you, do you uh, find that do you find that teams can pop, uh, get it down quick and pop before you can set up? Like we, and even at the international level, I I found that it was uh, it, it was it was very very good. It was strong. It it worked. Like we played it against the, the clips I have on today's game, or from today is the game against Croatia, um, and it worked really really well against them. Uh, we had a, a game plan before the game that we were going to use it maybe for the first 
uh, two to three quarters, see where we were in the game. And then in the last quarter, we were going to go after them in our full court man. And the reason being that we knew that Croatia would only use five to six players in the whole game. I mean, they're, right. they're starting five average 38 minutes a game. Right. So we knew we tired them out. We would run all 12 of our players, make sure that, you know, we, we rested our starters. So when it got towards the end of the game, we had them in the right position to, 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 to be able to take them on with our, with our man press, which was really, really good. It worked like in this game, it worked to a T. Uh, we held Croatia to six points in the fourth quarter. Okay. And we won the game by 14 points. You know, points. so that, that's, it definitely did its job, if you know what I mean. I do. Um, I, I just think it's a great press. I think it, it, if you've got people who will buy into it and trust it and trust each other while you're doing it, I think it, it's, it's definitely a great way to go. Okay, so let's, talk, let's look at some of the clips and stuff. Yeah, so, so what when we get into the first clip here, I'm just going to start it. We're good. Yep, go ahead. Okay, so you see we allow the first pass in. Yep. And then we try to channel to the sideline. Now, this clip is just one of the, the things that we probably didn't do too well on it. It was early in the game. Right. Just let it go. Um, let it play here. It's just thrown, but look at where our players are. We've got four players chasing back. We've got our stealer is not in the position she's meant to be in. And we actually get a turnover off this, which isn't too bad. If I just let it play out, the ball comes in. Play, sorry. Okay. So, so say that again. So what happened on that first one? They, they just weren't converting back fast enough. Exactly. So with our girls, you'll see that. Like when the ball is passed here, yep. even though it goes out of bounds. Again, if you watch it, the first pass comes in. Yep. We allow it to go back to the opposite side. That's fine. But now there should be more pressure on the ball. So that when Rachel jumped there, that's the, the, our, our big jump. Yep. It allowed the pass to be made over her head. Now, the only thing about it is our stealer, which is kind of right back here at the back. Yeah. Alley. Yep. He wasn't far enough across the court. So, so go bit. back. Can you go back just a little bit? Because I have a couple of yeah. things. So, so here's the issues I have with this is I agree with that's fine. In the middle, the opposite middle did a really good job of taking the middle away. Okay. So the ball went in. That was fine. Yep. And then this girl on the right side. So the ball goes back across. Notice she takes, I think that's 10 or whatever away in the middle, which is perfect. Yeah. How do you stop that little, I call them like a rainbow pass. Cause that's a hard pass to stop along the, that sideline down the sideline. so this is what i'm yep. saying about about ali and the position she was yep. in yep. she normally does this really well see the, the girl number four right here yes okay so she's got to be further out on the sideline okay so her job is not to be a safety player right her job it, the way we run it her job is to be a stealer okay it, it's to be it's getting her to think positively about what she's going to do so if she's this far in in the middle of the floor it does leave that rainbow pass, that loop pass open. Right. Now, if she's further out in her proper position, which would be out here, yes. then she's going to get a little deflection. She's going to get a steal. She's going to get something that's going to be okay. more proactive. Now, luckily, that time, they threw the ball out of bounds, and they did that a few times against us. Right. Um, I'll just get out of this one here. So here's another clip on. So, again, this shows a deflection. Hey, Coach. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, a couple things that don't, doesn't cost you a cent to do. You can subscribe and like, leave a written review. We really like that. You can go over to our YouTube channel. Just type in Teach Hoops on YouTube and you'll find our YouTube channel. Um, subscribe, like there, so you'll always get the updates. Um, next thing is um, you, if you do any shopping on Amazon, go down below, click our Amazon link, www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon. Anytime you're doing shopping on Amazon, we get a small little commission. Helps us with our hosting fees. 
be surprised how expensive it is to run one of these. And if you really love this stuff, you know, let me help you. Let me mentor you. Let me uh, email. Let me get on one-on-one calls. Let me show you all the resources that will help me become one of the winningest coaches in the state of Wisconsin. You know, um, you know that's why I'm doing this. I want to help coaches become better. Um, so teachhoops.com can do that. All right, let's head off to the podcast. You know, there's that's where she's in the right position. That's where that? she she moved over and got into that. So, okay, so do you worry – see, in the guys' game, I worry about them – not like faking that rainbow pass and then you're then them cheating over and then getting a layup or a dunk in the other direction 100 percent. okay and that's the, that's the real worry with, with guys like some girls are very very good at it too um i'm right. not respectful to, to women yeah, basketball no. players in any way shape or form but what i'm saying here is that I, I think this works really well with women basketball players with guys i think to have you know probably a little bit more power they're able to Skip well, what I say too when we run this other. is you got to kind of play like center field a little bit. You, you, yeah. You it's might – Feeling, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it might be like one step. You, you can still protect, but you're kind of watching eyes. And then if you see the rainbow, then you just go for it kind of thing. Yeah, um, where, with, with what I do here with, with, with our ladies is I make sure that Ali is in kind of a, a stronger position to start with. Initially, she's further towards the sideline. Now, if right. you look here – uh, with our number five Dana and our number thirteen Claire. Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Please go over and check our website teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Fourteen uh, day free trial. It's got it's got office hours. It's got one on one calls. It's got handouts. It's got practice plans. It's got how to do just. It's a it's got a roadmap for you. That's what you need a roadmap. Um, so go over and check that out. Again, it helps us keep the lights on. It helps us keep this this this. Uh, train a chugging um subscribe and like we would love that um if you love these podcasts especially in apple and spotify if you leave us a five-star review we would really appreciate that all right let's head back to the podcast i mean both of them have actually done a really good job of getting their weak side position so right. that cuts off that you know middle pass okay. and you know I, again you're in a good position to try and stop their offense and i maybe do i love that. that with somewhere it, it was a great deflection as well like what i do as well is i don't put our biggest player at the back of the press I put her most athletic big. So she's got to get from ah. side to side. Well, and that's a good idea because most people put their big big and they tend to be too slow to be able to get out. Exactly. And, that. and, and I, I just find that it, like if you put your big big, you, like your center there, yeah. sometimes they're not athletic enough to be able to get to the sideline. They're not athletic enough to be, to be able to get to the ball at times. You know, again, if you just watch this, I know there's a bit of a, a, bit of a, a replay after the basket yep. from Dana. But you see the pass there. Like Rachel did a great job of closing yeah. the pass down, forcing the pass. And out. you track you track deflections. Yes, I do. I do too. I think deflections are an under tracked stat because it's a flow thing. It's an active hand thing. It's like so many different levels. So like literally down here, I've written. You know, you just do's when, when we're doing this. So, like, you've got your active hands, you know, cutting off the angles, uh, making sure your head's on a swivel, um, you know, bumping the cuts. Um, so we, we like to shadow in the trap as well. We don't want to uh, to try and steal the ball when we get in the trap. We want to try and cause a five-second nice. uh, violation or maybe a, a bad pass. And then you're the falling back line. in this clip. You're falling back to a 2-3. Two, 2-3 three. Two, three zone, yeah. Okay. And now – that we got away with it against Croatia because like they're a really good shooting team um, to be fair. And we did a great job of closing out and making sure we weren't giving them easy shots. We got a bit tired in the third quarter, which was 
I suppose, to be inevitable. But right. uh, they hit about, I think they hit three threes in the third. But okay. then, like, our energy in the fourth quarter was phenomenal. And, like, we went straight into our man press. Uh, and we, we did a great job in that, you know. So Okay. Um, Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It was just one more. One more clip. Yeah, it's just taking uh, time off the shot clock. I mean, this is just something here. Yeah, I'd love to see that. We run the 2-2-1 sometimes to just slow teams down. We'll even do it in the last 15 seconds. Just so it takes them six or seven seconds to get it down, so they exactly. can't run there quick. So this is this is what you're talking about. One one hundred percent. I mean, if you, if you if you check the clock in the bottom, like we, I think yep. we took about eight or ten seconds off their shot clock here, and we did a really good job of you know putting a, a little bit of pressure, not over pressure in the ball, but just doing a good job of slowing them down and throwing them out of the rhythm. Uh, and again, when when this finished up. Uh, we got back into a nice two-three zone. Like Rachel was able to get back and recover, and right? We get back into our. Well, well, what I say too is, it's like um, you almost got to fake the traps a little bit. Like it's kind of like a step forward, a step. It's like forward retreat, forward. You're kind of playing with the person so they don't know if you're coming or not. Exactly. Um, Again, we we allow the first pass in, and then we what you'll hear me. I'm, I'm a talker on the sideline, so when I'm on the sideline, it, I'm telling my girls they hear me all the time. My guys, it's channel, channel, channel. That means I want to push the, the the player with the ball to the sideline and channel them up the sideline so we can get our trap, hopefully just over half court, uh, and, and try to get a you know a five second violation or make them force a bad pass from there. Um, is there anything you do during practice to help to help with the channeling part? We, when we play our games uh, in practice, we, we always play with what we're going to play, our, our scrimmages, sorry, in practice, we always play with what we're going to play our next game. So okay. if, if, if we're in a situation like this where we, we know we're going to play Croatia and we know we're going to zone press them for three quarters, I'll spend a good bit of time just making sure that everybody knows their positions, everybody knows what they're meant to be doing. Um, making sure that they're not ball watching on this, which is a big right. thing, I think. I mean, you can see our two guards straight away. If you look at just where the freeze, the freeze frame is there, yeah. both of our guards are looking straight at the ball. Right. So they're not seeing, like, Enya, who's on the weak side, is not seeing. And it's got to be almost, I say, butt to the, I say butt to the basket, too. There know? you go, 100 Yeah, absolutely. Butt to the it, basket. It's, it's a terrible problem over here with, with our our zones. You know, when we play zone over here, a lot of kids will will – you know, look at the ball. It's tunnel vision. Right. Just seeing it's where like the ball a, is on the floor. If you shift like 40 degrees, your butt will be to the defensive basket and you'll be fine. You'll be able to see more too. That's the, that's the issue. Do you have a problem in these games with people making the turn? Like, okay, so you're funneling me. I've noticed this a little bit in the guys game, at least at our level, that when you funnel, it's like you're actually giving them some space where they can make that turn. And as soon as they make that turn, we go past they go past and we can't contain. Do you have any issues with that? That's really up to the defensive player, I think, you know, I mean, and how smart they are and not allowing that turn to happen, making sure that that's why we say cutting off the angles and trying to force that player, you know, right. if you see Dana's position now, like she's not kind of heading towards the sideline yet. 
Right. As soon as the ball is passed, she will start to move that player towards the sideline. And, you know, she's it's straight away. Active she, feet. Like, what I've noticed about feet. her right away is she's, her, she's active. Like, her feet are always moving. Yeah, Dana is a phenomenal athlete. Yeah, so, but I mean, she probably doesn't even know she's doing it, but she's that's all it. Her, it's her, natural to her. It's exactly. Natural, yeah. But her feet are moving like all the time on her toes. Never, she, it's almost like she feels if she stops moving, she's going to sink into the floor kind of thing. So yeah, her feet are always moving. Yeah. 100% agree. And you can ask Tim, Tim Rice about her. Like Dana is one of our, our, our standout players over here. She's a she's a great kid. Actually plays Gaelic football at a massively high level as well. Oh really? Um, okay. And, so for uh, for the American, he's talking about soccer. So no, know. no, 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 no. I'm not talking about soccer. <laughs> soccer is a different game. Gaelic football. You're allowed to use your hands. Um, what is that? I thought you were oh, talking about man. football in terms of soccer. So no, what's... God, no, no, no. Uh, that's that's a game for for weak little boys. As far okay, as okay. So concerned. what are you talking about? So Gaelic football is uh, it's Irish football basically. It's okay. Uh, I know about Irish football. That's crazy. Irish football is crazy. Yes. Okay. It, it, it's quite a good game. So Dana plays that okay. for her county, which is Mayo. Uh, okay. She was in the All Ireland final. Okay. Uh, so usually when you talk football in Europe, the European Union, you basically are talking soccer. But yes, yeah, well, in, in, we in, we definitely would call it soccer. Yes. Because uh, Ireland does have to, uh, yes. You got to YouTube that. It's it's unbelievable to watch that. Actually, soccer and or football and hurling. There, there's the other one. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't watched that. What, uh, what does that entail? So hurling is is the best way I can describe it to you. I suppose would be kind of like lacrosse. Okay. Um, but no pads. No. Uh, the guys only wear a, a helmet. They've got a, a stick about two and a half to maybe three feet long so it's longer so it's a longer stick than lacrosse then probably yeah and there's yeah. no net at the bottom of the stick that, that if you want to you know look at a game that you've never seen before uh, for me like i love basketball it, it's right. it's obviously my favorite sport but the best game in the world that you can watch is hurling it's unbelievably fast when we bring our scholars to watch it over here they, they just can't believe the speed of the game and how how skillful it is it's unbelievably skillful and there's some some big hits in it too, you know, <laughs> big time. <laughs> the people always, like that. It's always good fun. All right, anything else on clips? Uh, I just have one little one okay. here. We we actually called it. Um, we ran it. It's Enya, little number six here. So okay. uh, this is just a bit of fun for you. It's uh, so we call this. I call this the just the out week before. Play. This is an out of bounds play. Well, the week before we we went to the championships. Um, we were just talking about different things and they're out of bounds and if people aren't paying attention what to do so I had seen this as a young lad uh, when Scotty Pippen did it Anya her, her dog's name is Pippen so she remembered it so I'm just going to run it here so you see very cleverly just a little bump off her back oh my god so that's a clever thing to do in a, in a massive game like this game was uh, we had to win this game to make sure we got through to the semi-final see a 44 that's all awesome Clever kid. Her mom and her dad played basketball for, for Ireland. So Okay. And she was um, smart enough to get herself in bounds, too. Yeah, people are still talking about that. So if you see, again, on that clip, she, she barely gets her second foot down. This actually went viral in FIBA because a lot of referees came in and said she didn't establish her feet. But they slowed it down enough to show that she actually did establish her feet when she got back onto the floor. And made it That's shot. great. So I it was that. pretty much right at it. 
So that was pretty cool. That that was just something I just said I'd show you. Just something we had. I love we're that. Trying to get back to us on screen. Now. How okay. do we do that? <laughs> you got to Yeah. Hold on. So yeah. So awesome. Those are very helpful, Coach. I love that. I love that. Um, it's 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 the nuances of the game that I think people don't spend the time on. That yeah. it, I, like for me, when I was growing up and when I was when I was younger, I was very lucky here in Portish. We we had a a fantastic sports person, a guy, a basketball coach called Pat Critchley, who um, actually this week just got uh, given a lifetime achievement award from Basketball Ireland. And I was 16, 17 years of age, and my brother had played with Pat, so I, I was able to go and uh, help him out with the high school, the girls' high school team, uh, which is a 16 and 17 year old guy was was very appealing to me at the time. Um, and then just to learn from him, I was I spent about five or six years going around the country with him and just watching him coach, watching the way he, he worked with people and how he did his stuff, and you know setting out his practice plans and and you know he he's a extremely smart guy. He's a, a high school teacher, um, you know, really really smart guy. Uh, and then from there, I went around watching other coaches. I think to to gain knowledge in this game, you have to be open to to watch everybody and i mean i've won a lot of games i've won a lot of games and coached a lot of really great players and i feel like i started two days ago i swear to god i mean and i'm a reader look at this it's like i it, it, this game is this game is an unbelievable game and it's given me more than anything i'd ever want but i i feel like i want to give stuff back it's part of the reasons i do the podcast but it's like i'm always learning it's like i learned two things already in the, in the first half hour it's like ooh, that works i like that road i mean what I tell listeners, and I especially tell even the, the old coaches like you, you and I, you have to find people that are mentors. You have to find people that people want to help each other. That's the yeah. and you are the coach. You are the coach. You are because of people that helped you. I am the coach. I am because of people that helped me along the way. Well, like you have to be a sponge. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that was one of your quotes down below. You were talking about being a sponge. Yeah, and you do. Like I mean, as a coach as well as a player. I mean. For me, I've been lucky enough with the guys over here who are really good coaches, and and it doesn't have to be the best coach, you know, in, in the world that you learn something from. You can learn no. something from a guy who's who's coaching his first game, you know. But you have to be willing to learn. Right. And that's the big thing. Uh, and the day you stop learning is the day you walk away from the game. You right. Know, the day you're you, done. I I agree. And I tell people sometimes when when you listen to all these big in our level, like the division one coaches, I said, I learned more from junior high, high school coaches, to be honest with you, most of the time than I do going and listening to, you know, those guys. We, are, had, yeah. we had Tim over uh, last year. I think he was over on vacation and he just came and did a, a defensive session with, with my women's super league team. And like he, he specifically kept it basic, but it was brilliant. Right. You know, I mean, it's just, I've a very good friend over there called Dave Hoplin, and Dave Dave has one very simple saying, and I love it. And it's the old one: kiss. You know, keep it simple, stupid. You know, stop trying to make things more difficult than they are, because right. you're only going to upset your team, and you're going to end up upsetting yourself, and everybody gets frustrated. Simplicity is the is the best way with this game. As far as I'm concerned, everybody has their own way of doing things. And everybody, nobody's right, and nobody's always, wrong. And I always say you gotta question why you do stuff. Like always ask why. Like why am I why am I running that drill? Why am I doing that? Um, like I revamped the way I ran practice probably about five years ago. 
um, where I kind of try to run it like a game where there's a pregame, there's a first half. We play halves in our state. Halves, there's a halftime, there's a second half where, you know, we're kind of – because otherwise you got to keep it flow. Um, I was talking to, to a, a G League coach a couple of days ago, and he basically says he spends a lot of time on his practice planning. I want to dive into that with you. Because he goes, I want to make it a short, I want to make it precise and short and concise to get in, get out, teach them. Because um, their focus will be better if I do that. If I'm just doing something to do it, I'm losing them. Um, yeah, I, I, can, I can understand some of that. Um, I mean, practice planning for me is definitely, you know, it's massive. It, it's, it, it can be the biggest part of your week. If you're setting up things right in practice, well then, you know, proper practice leads to better execution in games. Um, I've, I've, I've actually kind of revamped the way I do my practices as well in the last maybe four or five years. Uh, like when, when I went to practice, we used to very rarely scrimmage. Whereas now I give nearly, you know, half my practice sessions to a scrimmage. Right. Because I know you need to do that. And I know you need to, the, the players will only learn the right things and the wrong things from scrimmaging. I mean, you can right. do all the drills in the world that you want. Uh, and everything we do is team-based, but like for them to learn their basic X's and O's when they're going into a game situation, they have to scrimmage and they have to scrimmage with what they're going to do. And how you teach in that scrimmage, it's like, I think, I think a great takeaway is how you teach inside that scrimmage too. Like you can't stop every two seconds. To no. no. That's, I have my assistants actually keep a little notebook and they'll see something. And then when that person comes out, they'll grab them and go, Hey, Da, 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 you should do because otherwise the flow it's like if you stop it's it stop it's the stop start stuff that drives me bonkers so here you go coach i'm in ireland and i coach women's super league i haven't got an assistant <laughs> <laughs> so like a lot of the stuff um we do over here like some of the bigger clubs obviously have their their full right um you know, staff and stuff like that. I'm very lucky. I have a very good team manager. Uh, with the women's Super League team last year, I did get an assistant, Stephen, who came on board. Um, but like with our men's national league team, I don't have an assistant. And like, and how, and how, explain how the league structure works. Do you, is it like, um, is, hey coach, hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like, go over right now, stop, join teachups.com, say, I want to become a better basketball coach. I want to win a state title. I want to learn what it takes to make my, take my team to the next level. Well, I can help you do that. Um, I have been through all the battles you've been through. Let me help you through this great process we call coaching. All right, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.